baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. When a former FBI assistant director for counterintelligence stares into a camera and says, we should now begin arresting members of Congress. It is high past time we began to take what the Democrats and the security state are planning seriously. It's exactly what former FBI assistant director Frank Figliuzzi told Chuck Todd on MSNBC. And it's all the insight you need to understand how the sick and twisted minds at the FBI are thinking and plotting and planning. Look, Chris Ray testified publicly on the Hill that what happened on January 6th is domestic terrorism. What have we learned from our experience with international terrorism? In order to address that problem, arresting low-level operatives is merely a speed bump, not a roadblock. In order to really tackle terrorism, and this time domestically, you've got to attack and dismantle the, the, the command and control element of a terrorist group. And unfortunately, and I know this is painful to hear, that may mean people sitting in Congress right now, people in and around the former president. Mm -hmm. That's how you do this. Otherwise, recruitment, inciting, and and, uh, cult-like leadership continues to recruit people to violence. Let me bottom line it for you. From today's Federalist, Democrats are turning Homeland Security into a political weapon. That's the headline on the article. And it's what they're doing. They're laying the foundation for the persecution of their political opponents that they have planned. They can't make it any clearer than Frank Figluzzi just did. You got to understand, folks, when you're a former FBI assistant director, you don't just get to go out and say whatever's on the top of your head. The FBI does not like it. You go out there with their permission. If they don't like what you're saying, you get a phone call and you get yanked back. Being able to make a living commenting on MSNBC is a privilege. They didn't yank Frank. He's been giving interviews ever since. They're fine with what he's saying. What is he doing? He's softening up the sheep, the left. They're all for everyone they disagree with being arrested, you understand. The problem is, in America, families are divided. And so, when the government inevitably comes from mom or grandma, they may freak. And so they need to begin the process of softening them up. I am not joking. We need to take these people seriously. When you have Joe Biden, Mayorkas, the head of the Department of Homeland Security, our Attorney General, Merrick Garland, 
and the head of the FBI all in lockstep declaring violent extremists, racist, violent extremists to be the top terror threat the nation faces. You need to listen to them. They're softening up you and the world for what is coming next. It's something called CP3, their term, not mine. I'll tell you what it is in a minute. It'll drop your jaw. But first, a quick quiz. A Capitol police officer was murdered by a protester this year. Was it A, somebody mad that Trump's victory was stolen from him, or B, a violent Biden supporter who is also a supporter of Louis Farrakhan? I bet you 85, 90% of the American public would get it wrong. The correct answer was B. A radicalized Louis Farrakhan supporter who lionized Biden in his social media post and hated Trump. Bet you never heard anything about that. It was a brutal murder. He first ran over two Capitol Police officers after crashing through a barricade with his car. Then to make sure he finished the job, he stabbed one of them repeatedly. That guy died. Now listen to Joe Biden soften up the world for the coming persecution of people who didn't vote for him. As he claims... It was Trump supporters who murdered a Capitol Police officer. Now, we all know Biden's referring to the death of Officer Signick, who it turns out died of natural causes. We also know that the D.C. Capitol Police lied to the nation about that, carrying on the facade for months after the autopsy was completed that Officer Brian Signick had been beaten to death with a fire extinguisher. He actually died of natural causes. They knew that within days, yet they allowed the media and the FBI and the DOJ to rage about the murder of Sicknick. They allowed members of Congress to stand over his ashes a full month later and inter him at Arlington, knowing the whole time he died of natural causes. But that wasn't good enough. So Biden told the world this lie. But I think that's that's a ridiculous comparison. It's one thing for literally criminals to break through cordon, go into the Capitol, kill a police officer, and be held unaccountable. And it is for people objecting and marching on the Capitol and saying, you are not allowing me to speak freely. Why go to all this trouble? Faking an officer's death? Whole agencies planning to root out the terrorists who did it? Even the Capitol Police in on it? This is a massive conspiracy of messaging, y'all. Why go to this length? Because you're trying to build the foundation for something much bigger. Something called CP3. I'll tell you what it is on the other side. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. 
Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. CP3, according to Politico, stands for Center for Prevention Programs and Partnerships. It's a new branch of the Department of Homeland Security, tasked with carrying out Biden's new war on domestic terror. Put simply, CP3 will be a federal government partnership with big tech, academics, and others to conduct, are you ready for this? Behavioral assessment on American citizens without their knowledge, using their social media posts in order to predict who is, quote unquote, radicalizing. Here's what the Federalists wrote about it. As unbelievably surreal as it sounds, a pattern of political posts on social media monitored and reported by government contractors may soon put offenders under federal scrutiny for suspicious activity. Here's how Hashra Panduranga of the Brennan Center for Justice described it in Politico. A lot of these characteristics we're talking about, in other words, the ones that the behavioral assessments will focus on, a lot of these characteristics we're talking about are shared by millions and millions of Americans. Social isolation, having a grievance, whatever that means. It could really capture broad swaths of the U.S. population, she warns. According to Politico, these people will try to gauge the threat people may pose based on behavioral assessments rather than ideology. They'll run their posts through algorithms. Folks, let me quickly sketch out a picture of what this dragnet they're building will look like. In Biden's infrastructure plan, there's billions of dollars to hire 87,000 new IRS employees. Not 8,700, 87,000. And it gives the IRS new spy powers akin to what the NSA has. They'll be able to track any purchase you make. They'll see every single transaction in your bank account, every transaction on Venmo, every transaction on Amazon. There'll be literally nowhere you can hide, ever. And considering the IRS only has a standing size of seventy-two to 74,000 employees, what they're talking about is gifting the IRS an army. At the same time, we've just learned that the FBI, for yet another year in a row, has 16,000 times broken the law by illegally searching the NSA database. The FBI simply doesn't care. Laws mean nothing to them. Remember what we learned from Edward Snowden about the NSA's abuses of its spy powers. Remember what was going on back then? FBI agents and NSA agents trolling the system were found spying on their love interest, a tactic they affectionately called love int. They also tracked the personal and sexual activities of people they called radicalizers to discredit them. This new phase, the behavioral assessment, would essentially merge social media and tech companies with the government so they'd be indistinguishable. Indistinguishable from our intelligence agencies. No telling where one ends and the other begins. But why do they need this? Because of what they've already done and what they're planning to do next. They know... In a fair and open, democratized society, the Democrat Party wouldn't survive it. So they're planning to clamp down. I'll tell you what it is. Next. The Democrats know they cheated in the last election. Evidence of that comes out every day. And we'll be getting into it in the coming weeks as it explodes 
onto the national scene. And they know as radical as their program has been, they're going to have to cheat again. They have no choice. They also know we know they cheated and they're terrified of us. But it's even bigger than that. This next phase of their program is so radical that if they tried it at a fair ballot box, they'd be banished for a generation. But they have no intention of giving up power. If you look closely, you'll see the battle lines for the rebellion are already set. What the Democrats know is this. One state, it's going to be one out of about 25, is going to go first. There will be a full-bore rebellion. Not a secession, but a nullification. As I told you on a previous podcast, more than half the counties in the country right now are in a gun sanctuary jurisdiction. Many states have gone as radical as Montana. According to a Montana gun nullification law, any law enforcement officer who carries out a federal executive order on guns, a congressional unconstitutional gun grab, or even a Supreme Court ruling will be arrested and charged criminally. There's bound to be a clash. The Democrats know it's coming. They're preparing for it. It's hard to say what will spark it. Nearly half of states now have laws nullifying anything Biden or the Democrats do on transgender issues as it regards girls' sports teams. In Texas, Governor Abbott has insisted he's building the wall. In Alaska, the governor has thrown the Department of the Interior, the Federal Department of the Interior, off Alaskan waters, inviting them to leave. Some state will go first. Maybe it'll be a bunch of states. They will full-on rebel. The Founding Fathers intended this, and when they do, it will be completely morally justified. This is exactly why the Founders were very specific that there was to be no domestic army, no fighting force on American soil, because they always intended states to kiss off the federal government, to simply ignore laws and rules they didn't like. And they always intended for the federal government to have no way to enforce it. For the Supreme Court to have no way to enforce it against the state who laughs at the Supreme Court. That is exactly how our country was meant to function. Given that, the Democrats know exactly how the first skirmish will go. It's what they're preparing for. They want to yank, demonize, arrest, persecute, and locked up the offenders before they have a chance to do it. The first legitimate skirmish will be between federal agents who will be repelled by local police and law enforcement. If you watch everything the Democrats do, it is clear they fundamentally understand this. The first sheriff, the first police department, the first mayor, the first governor will go and will kick them out. They'll do it by force. They'll be completely constitutionally justified. Virtually everything the federal government does and every agency that is a part of it is unconstitutional. There's no mandate for any of it. And someone will go first. The Democrats know this. They know they're at the dangerous and radical part of their agenda. They also rightly anticipate that the first governor or mayor who does this will be wildly popular. Their counter is clear. It's going to be fear. Here's what it might look like. A circuit court judge, a liberal one, rules unconstitutionally as usual that Governor Abbott 
doesn't have the right to build the, the wall. Governor Abbott is actually the only one with the right to build the wall. Federal government doesn't have immigration authority, only authority under the Constitution over naturalization. These are two different things. This is how sanctuary cities are able to so effectively operate on our soil. And by the way, repelling federal officers and troops with violence or with laws barring them from trespassing may sound radical, but it's not. It's done in our country every single day. New York does it. California does it. And other sanctuary cities do it. In those cities, Federal immigration enforcement officers are barred from state property, city property, jails, even parking lots. They're barred from courthouses and thrown out by law under penalty of arrest. That's because the left fundamentally understands what we have forgotten, how the Constitution actually works. They do have the legal authority to have sanctuary cities to repel federal officers. And they're terrified. We'll remember we do, too. Because they know in that scenario, they will lose. The only thing they've got left, the only hope they've got left, is to institute such a reign of terror that no one individual would dare oppose them. That the FBI pre-dawn raid will become a regular feature, not just of life in America, but of cancellation. Once it goes, it'll spread like wildfire. Governors will look for ways to do it to make themselves more popular. I've always thought... The way it would spread bigly, as a famous president once said, would be actually economic reasons, not guns or the First Amendment. Because when oil and natural gas executives get a look at nullification, they're going to love it. They've also got a lot of dollars with which to lobby. And quite frankly, all the EPA's regulations are totally unconstitutional. Some governor somewhere is going to give in and simply let them drill, simply let them mine and ignore the federal government. The governor of Alaska is already paving the way for it. I see the country shattering into economic freedom blocks, blocks that foreign countries can still deal with in a reasonable manner, blocks that are run in a libertarian fashion or a free fashion compared to what the Democrats are offering. It'll be the financial impetus, the deep pockets of donors who want nullification in exchange for their donations, the ability to drill, use land as they want, conduct business as they want, shelter their money from federal agents as they want. That will ultimately drive these things. And whatever state does it or cluster of states will explode. It will boom like you've never seen. This terrifies the Democrats. They have to contain it, folks. It'll go like wildfire. This is why they're doing what they're doing. Don't let it scare you. It shows how scared they are of you because you have so much more power than you know, and they know it. in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. 
Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.